Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. AHOP TV empowers believers with spirit-inspired messages and strategic equipping that accelerates your spiritual growth. You can subscribe to stream weekly content from Awakening House of Prayer, conferences, and other exclusive content to stir your hunger and encourage your heart. Visit us online at ahop.tv. Well, I'm going to pray And we are into uh, this discerner series, and today's topic is, are you ready? I hope so. Sensual versus pure. So, Father, thank you for this wonderful time together with these hungry people across the globe. And we're asking for the finger of God, the Holy Spirit, to come and touch people. And as I've often said, Holy Spirit, you are the personal interpreter the personal translator, and Jesus called you the finger of God. So, Father, I'm asking in Jesus' name that the finger of God will touch people in a way that is distinct, personal, that they will know that it is you and you alone who have touched their lives today. And so, Holy Spirit, take this, interpret and translate this into the language that each person speaks, whether they're old or they're young, whether they're new in the faith or advanced in years. Take this time and make it real, relevant, and personal in Jesus' name. Okay, well, our subject is sensual versus pure. Now, I typically give you only one or two verses Today, I'm highlighting James chapter 3, verse 15. We're going to read to you, though, about five or six verses. James chapter 3, verse 13. Who among you is wise and understanding? Let him show by his good behavior. Well, that's really good, isn't it, already? Wisdom, pure wisdom, which comes down from above, has corresponding fruit. And so this show him by his good behavior, his deeds, in the gentleness of wisdom. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your heart, do not be arrogant and so lie against the truth. Now, verse 15 is where I'm headed. This wisdom is not that which comes down from above, but it is three distinct categories. This wisdom is not that which comes down from above, but it is earthly, natural, demonic. Verse 16. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there is disorder in every evil thing. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, reasonable, full of mercy, and 
good fruits. It's in the plural, by the way, good fruits. That's a reference to Galatians, the fruits of the Spirit. And there's nine different fruits of the Spirit, just like there's nine primary gifts. It's full of good fruits. It is unwavering without hypocrisy. And verse 18, and the seed which is and the seed whose fruit is righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Now, I would like to like take every one of these phrases, every one of these verses and like tear it apart and just like really give it to you, but this is a podcast, not a a, a full teaching session. And so I want to emphasize verse 15 on what? Sensual versus pure. Again, reading from the New American Standard, James chapter 3, verse 15. This wisdom is not that which comes down from above. So listen to this already. There's two sources, primary sources of wisdom. Wisdom from below and wisdom from above. Now, we could rephrase this and we could say heavenly wisdom and we could say worldly wisdom, right? And so, but let's use the language that the Bible uses. It says, this is not the wisdom which comes from above. So, that means there is wisdom which comes from above. And when you compare verse 15, then with verses 17 and into 18, you'll find that the wisdom which comes from below has three qualities, only three. And that's what I'm going to speak on. But the wisdom which comes from above has seven. So guess which carries more weight? That which comes from above. That which comes from above is pure. That's why I've titled this sensual versus pure. The wisdom from above is, listen to this, it says it's first pure. That's verse 17. It's first pure. So, when you're hearing something, is it first pure or is it first earthly? Is it secondarily peaceable or is it disruptive? Does it create the kingdom of God of righteousness, peace and joy, or does it create an atmosphere or an internal state that is disturbed, that has like, hmm, whoa, what's this? And you have a question mark, or how about confusion or fear? The wisdom which is from below has those characteristics. Now, of like confusion, control, fear, things of this nature. Now, in James 3.15, the wisdom, this wisdom, is not that which comes down from above. In New American Standard, it says, but is earthly, natural, and demonic. Now, I've looked this up in different translations of the Bible. New King James says, it is earthly, sensual, and demonic. Three, I am suggesting to you that these are three steps. Just like the wisdom from above is first, peaceable. And then you see, and these seven different 
classifications or characteristics of the wisdom from heaven. It's peaceable. It's first pure, then it's peaceable. This is almost like a descending order. That's what this is on the wisdom which is from below. This is actually some new meditation that has come to me on the Word of God. And I've taught on this stuff for years, and I wrote this whole book, The Discerner. But recently, I got this in another dimension. So, New King James says, it is earthly, sensual, and demonic. I believe that that is a, what I call a, a rank, a classification. Those are three stages or steps. It is first, the wisdom from below is earthly. It is second, it is sensual. And third, it becomes full-blown demonic. Pause. It does not typically start full-blown demonic. And that's where people go. They go, it's either demonic or it's Holy Spirit. Well, while that's true, that's not totally correct. There is a, a classifications. There are stages. So, before something in discerning, before it is full-blown demonic, it's first, it's earthly. Another way of saying it is, it's worldly. Second, instead of saying that it is, um, as it says here, that it is natural, New King James does a great job so relatable. It says it's sensual. We'll come back to that. New American Standard again reads earthly, natural, and demonic. The NIV reads earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. And the Messenger Bible says, this one is like eye-opening. It says animal cunning and devilish conniving. Whoa. Animal cunning and devilish conniving. Amplified version, which I really appreciate as well, says it is earthly, it is secular. Oh, that's good. It's a, way, a good way of defining earthly. It's secular versus spiritual. It's earthly, sensual. It is natural, unspiritual, and then it says even demonic. And so that's one of the beauties of being able to look at Scripture is that different translations will bring a different specific insight. So I'm going to now work with you for a list a little bit in a teaching exhortation side about discerning. Sensual versus pure. Wow. So let's work on this. So first of all, the wisdom from below is earthly. That means it's natural. It also simply means it's not spiritual. That doesn't mean it's full-blown demonic. But there is a difference between that which is what? Pure and that which is worldly, earthly. And the world has a lot of knowledge. In fact, I remember in raising our kids that one of my kids in particular, I said, now you're going to need to go to the school of the Chaldeans. Huh? What's that mean? Particularly telling that to like an 8-year-old or a 12-year-old or a 16-year-old. But I knew that for that particular child of ours, 
that for them to fulfill the call of God on their life, that they would need to go to a school of the world. You say, well, I would never tell my kid do that. No, wait just a second. Daniel didn't go in the Bible. Daniel the prophet didn't go to Hebrew University, guys. He didn't go to Christian University. There wasn't any. He didn't, but he didn't go to Hebrew University. He was in exile, and he lived in Babylon, and he went to the best natural earthly school that the world had to offer, and he went to the school of the Chaldeans. And here's what it says about Daniel. It said he was learned. I like that phrase. He was learned, taught. He was learned uh, from all literature. Wow. Guess what? You better have your bearing straight. You better have a good compass because you're going to get exposed, if that's the case, in the Chaldean school. You're going to get the best earthly, but not the best spiritual. But sometimes for us to be light in the world, we need to understand how the world talks and what the world teaches. But we don't do that. Listen to this. We don't do that to the exception of the spiritual. If you're going to go to the school of the Chaldeans, you need to as well be deluged in the Bible. You need to understand worship. You need to understand the community of believers, and you need to be rooted and grounded. Okay, now, so Daniel says he was learned in all literature. Then it also says this, and God gave him divine understanding. God gave him divine intelligence. So Daniel had both. But guess what he went to? He went to the wisdom which was above. And he was guided by the divine. So I could call this earthly versus divine. But I've chosen to go after the word sensual because I believe these are steps and stages. The wisdom from above is first earthly. It's second. It's sensual. Really? Uh Uh-huh. It is. The best that the world, the best the world has to offer is sensual. It is all about how you feel. It's about feeling good. It's about fame. It's about, it's all about me, Jesus. It's all about you're a diva. You walk in the room and you turn the heads and the glory doesn't go to God. It goes to yourself. And it's all about ego. But it's sensual. So sensual does deal with sexual activity, but it isn't limited to sexual. So to be sensual is an alluring dimension. It's earthly, and then it's sensual because it starts to draw you off kilter. It draws you away from your compass, and then it goes. And then when it's got you and it's it's enticing people, It's enticing, and it doesn't happen all at once. It's here a little, here a little. Oh, I've got you now. Now, oh, now your conscience, you've compromised, and now your conscience is getting fried. Your conscience is getting a little dead because the book of Hebrews says sin gives us pleasure. But what it says is fleeting pleasure. So sin, okay, listen to this one. It's so important to get. Sin offers pleasure. No one's going to deny that. Sin offers pleasure, but what it offers is fleeting pleasure, 
And then sin doesn't tell you the consequences, but the book of Hebrews does. And it says, sin offers fleeting pleasures, but it hardens the heart. So for a short term, there will be a pleasure and it'll fleet. And then the long-term fruit, it's going to begin to harden your heart, or let's use the word conscience. And it begins to harden a part of your heart or your conscience. And then it comes around again. And the first time it was maybe a difficult thing to like, oh, I don't know if I should like change that boundary, but you do. Second time, it's easier. And then the enticement of sin or the enticement of the thoughts and the ways of the earth, the world, begins to creep in. It begins to get you. And it makes appeals. It makes logical appeals. And then it makes emotional appeals. And then it makes pleasure appeals. And it's based in sensuality. Goes from being sensual and then eventually to being full-blown demonic. The opposite for the discerner is it's first pure. It's second, it's peaceable. It's third, it's gentle. It's fourth, it's reasonable. Number five, it's full of mercy. It's full of good fruits. It's amazing. There's seven qualities of that which comes from above. So I just give you a little bit here. And I got to give a little warning as a papa. Be really careful when you change your boundaries, especially the first time. Because if you change it the first time, it'll be a lot easier to change it the second time. Now, if you're out there and you've gotten caught by the wisdom which is from below, that it's worldly and then sensual and demonic, guess what? You can get out. Yes, you can. Just because it's been a fleeting pleasure and you bought it, you ate the apple, okay, you're not the first. But God has a remedy for every person. God's got a remedy for you. He's got a remedy for me. And he wants us to simply repent, which is 180 degrees turn. We shift. We make a shift. We turn back to God. And then we just simply confess, oh, my ways apparently are not your ways. And so then we shift and we go, I want to know that which is from above, like Daniel had to. And it says that Daniel was a man of excellent character. So I'm going a little bit more into a teaching mode in this with you today. And I trust that it's helpful for some of you, because guess what? God can restore your purity. Really? Uh Uh-huh. So what if you have gone into immorality? Guess what? God not only forgives, then I want to tell you something that's a miracle. God can restore your innocence. God can restore you to a place of not just peace. God can restore you to a place of purity that would be almost like as though you had never sinned. Because that's the miracle of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Isn't that awesome? It isn't only that we become a new creation in Christ. It's that some who already have tasted, know of the good things of God, have erred. And God can always unharden our conscience. 
And I've prayed for years, Lord, send forth your word like a hammer to shatter the rocks that are in my heart. That's in the book of Jeremiah, by the way. I encourage you to pray some prayers, something like that. And so in my discerner series this time, I'm talking about sensual versus pure. And I want to say, blessed are the pure in heart, for they're going to see God. And I want to say to all of us, we can grow in the wisdom from above. And we can walk in purity, in peace, and in mercy, and in good fruit. But I will still got to give the warning again. Just be, care- be careful and be discerning. And I believe that light bulbs will get turned on. And in people's understandings, revelation will come. And just because I've unfolded briefly James 3.15, this wisdom is earthly, sensual, and demonic. This wisdom is earthly, natural, and demonic. This wisdom is animal, cunning, and devilish conniving. This wisdom is not from Holy Spirit. So, this is James Gall bringing you in my podcast series, God Encounters Today on the Discerner series, a little bit on sensual versus pure. Well, I have a question from Mariah, and it says, how to guard, how do you guard your innocence in discernment in that discernment doesn't turn into suspicion? Wow, that is brilliant insight, because that is one of the things that I find sometimes in Christian circles, Mariah, you're exactly right. First of all, I want to say, Mariah, I think that you're really on track because you already understand the place of walking in innocence, or I would say purity. So I want to encourage you in your walk with the Lord, because you already have some wisdom understanding, and you want to guard your heart, as I've taught before in other podcasts, because out of the heart flows issues of life. So how to guard your innocence in discernment that it doesn't get shifted into suspicion. So this is sometimes what happens in Christian circles. And we say, man, I've got a burden for so-and-so, or particularly prophetic people. And they start to share with others the vision maybe that they got, and they probably shouldn't. And you need to first guard your discernment by taking it to God in prayer. You don't have permission to share with others unless you have unless you have asked God if you have permission to share it. The first place we always share our revelation or our discernment is with God. So, Mariah, the safeguard is always turn your discernment into intercession. And when you do that, then you go to God and you say, okay, now, what do I do with what I just received? Now, Yeah, and then it won't turn into gossip. It will be true discernment. So, first, pray it. Second, research in the Word. Third, then, only share it by permission from the Holy Spirit. And there are times you need confirmation. There are times you need wisdom, just like you, like, you know, going into social media and asking us question. Good job, Mariah. So, thank you so much. Let me go on to another question from Kendrick. What 
to do when God reveals something about someone or something? It's very, very similar questions from Mariah and Kendrick. What do you do when God reveals something about someone or, now this is a little broader, or something? Because that could be like a natural disaster. That could be a lot of different issues. And so you're getting revelation or you're getting discernment. Again, what do you do? In this situation, let's say this is not about a person. It's about an event. And so, Kendrick, what you're going to do is, again, you're going to take it back to God and you're going to pray. And if it's God, he always confirms his word or his revelation by the witness, two and three witnesses or testimonies. So you take it back to God and you say, hey, Father, if this is of you, confirm your word. And so you're going to pray it back to God. You're going to ask God for confirmation. And then you're going to pray. Then for the wisdom which comes down from above, you say, God, I lack. You have a vast supply. I ask. You bring the specific question. You pause. You wait. And you believe you are receiving answers, whether they're coming right at that moment or sometime later. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.